might be trying to establish a regular mindfulness routine and find that it's not really working. There's lots of reasons why people struggle with it, but the benefits are so great for your mental health that it's really worth persisting. Today we're going to look at seven reasons why folks struggle to get into meditation and mindfulness and what you can do. It's got to be worth it, right? Welcome to Mindfulness for Beginners. My friend, I hope you're happy. I hope you're peaceful. It's your old pal Sean. Today we're going to break down reasons why people struggle to develop a meditation practice. So let's jump right into it. Number one, meditation isn't working for me. It doesn't make me feel calm. So to see the benefits of mindfulness, it takes time, it takes patience. If you practice regularly, you can expect to see changes to your mood and stress level in a month to six weeks. To maximize the chances of this, you want to do a little bit of meditation every day. But I think most people know this. They know it's not instantaneous. What I think people struggle with is being alone with their thoughts. Many of us are just not used to it. We fill our time with activities and consumption and social media to the point that we spend very little time still and quiet. So the first time that we try and do it, it's terrifying. There's all of these thoughts flying around, some of which are very difficult to hear. Much easier to stick the TV on and drown them out for a while. But if you give yourself a chance, you can allow these difficult thoughts to pass without grabbing onto them. You can allow your mind to gradually settle, which leads on to number two. I can't settle. I just have too many thoughts. If your mind is busy, That's fantastic. There's no better time to meditate than when you have a busy mind. Remember that we're not trying to clear our mind of thoughts. We're simply noticing and accepting our present experience and allowing ourselves to physically and mentally calm gradually. The reason why a guided meditation is typically 20 minutes long is because it takes about 15 minutes for that settling process to take place. There's no need to rush this. You can simply let it happen by itself in its own time. All you have to do is to be still, quiet, make your best effort to focus your awareness on your breath, your body, your thoughts, wherever the guided meditation is leading you. You don't need to hold your attention perfectly. Your mind will wander at times. But to see the benefits of mindfulness, you don't have to be perfect at it. You just have to do your best. But I do understand when I'm stressed and my mind is busy, I don't feel like meditating. On Monday, I went to my mindfulness group and my mind was all over the place. I thought I'll never be able to settle. But being patient with myself, being persistent, focusing my awareness, sure enough, my mind did relax. Number three, I can't focus on my breath. It freaks me out. I've heard this a few times. It's quite a common problem. Just remember that there's lots of options for mindfulness meditation that don't involve focusing on your breath. We're going to do a guided meditation inspired by Tara Brach that focuses on relaxing the body, but there's plenty of alternatives, mindful walking, mindful eating, guided meditation on images, uh, compassion meditation. We've done some of these on the most recent episodes, so check them out. Number four, I don't have time, I'm too busy. It can be hard to develop a mindfulness practice around a busy life, but I would suggest integrating it into your life rather than trying to crowbar it in. There's lots of things that we do every day that we can do slowly, 
mindfully, like brushing our teeth, washing ourselves, or cleaning. And we also need to ask ourselves why we're overloading ourselves. It's important to make space in our lives for our well-being. Sometimes it's seen as a badge of honour to be so busy you never have a minute to yourself, especially at work. Ask yourself if you really need to be this busy or if there's things that you can stop doing. Can you reduce your working hours? Can you hand responsibilities to other people? Of course, you can't really do this with kids, unfortunately, but there are guided meditations that are designed to be done with your children. You might be surprised how interested they are, and of course, it's great for their mental health and development. Number five, it's boring. I love this one, partly because I can feel myself getting bored sometimes when I'm meditating, and the good news is, is if your mind is searching around for something to do, suggesting that you go watch TV or play a game, complaining that this is boring, congratulations. This is part of the process of settling and is completely normal. You're on the path. Number six, I'm not spiritual or religious. That's fine. Many people who practice aren't. I certainly wasn't when I started. For most people, it's a very practical way of improving their mental health and nothing more. My view is that mindfulness is not about the supernatural. It's about seeing the super in the natural, the joy in everyday life. You can easily forget the jargon, forget the bell, forget the chants, forget the roots in Buddhism and the history. It's about your current experience and your connection to the world. It's a really simple framework and all you have to do is to put it into regular practice to see the benefits. And number seven, mindfulness just isn't for me. And that's fine. I always say that mindfulness isn't for everyone. Maybe you know someone who you could never convince to even try it. If you're one of those people or if you know one of those people, the one suggestion I would make is that you find a form of stillness that works for you. Before I practiced in my younger days, I used to get this from fishing, and fishing is sometimes called redneck meditation. I still consider myself a redneck. But there's loads of other options, walking, gardening, creative activities. Everyone needs time to be still, quiet, and away from stimulation, away from screens, away from consumption. So now we're going to do a guided meditation, not on the breath, but on the body. I'm going to start with three sounds of the bell, and you can choose to do this in a sitting position or lying down. And this week, uh, because we're running a little bit long, we're going to forego the settling in introduction. We're going to spend a few moments on different parts of the body. 
or we might be experiencing tension. We're just going to hold it in our awareness and then just see if we can allow that area to soften by itself. Firstly, we're going to focus our awareness on the brow. I'm aware of my brow. I allow my brow to soften. Brow, soften. We're going to shift our awareness from the brow to the eyes, feeling some gratitude for our eyes. I'm aware of my eyes. I allow my eyes to soften. Eyes soften.
And now focusing our awareness on the jaw. Noticing any tension that we're holding there. I'm aware of my jaw. I allow my jaw to soften. Now an area where we tend to hold quite a bit of tension, our shoulders. So really focusing our awareness, isolating our shoulders. I'm aware of my shoulders. I allow my shoulders to soften. Shoulders, soften.
And now seeing if we can focus our awareness on our hands, all the way out to the tips of the fingers. I'm aware of my hands. I allow my hands to soften. Hands, soften. And now another area where we tend to hold a lot of tension, the lower back. Just noticing what we can find there and saying, I'm aware of my lower back. I allow my lower back to soften.
shifting our awareness to our legs. Just noticing what we can find there. I am aware of my legs. I allow my legs to soften. Legs soften. finally finishing with our feet all the way out to the extremities of the toes I'm aware of my feet I allow my feet to soften feet soften
As we reach the end of the guided meditation, I'm just going to take a moment or two to notice any changes, firstly in our body, any areas of relaxation, any areas of discomfort that you've developed or stiffness. And just taking a moment to stretch those areas, maybe your back or your neck. Noticing any changes in your mind. And if you feel a sense of calm or peace, setting the intention to carry that through the rest of your day. And finally, opening your eyes and returning your awareness to the room that you're in. And just before we finish, uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, it'd be great if you could share it with people you know, either by email or social media. I've also set up a new uh, Patreon channel uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you'd like to financially support it, uh, I'd be incredibly grateful. This is something that I'd like to spend uh, my full time doing. And may you be happy, may you be peaceful, and may you see yourself through the eyes of understanding and compassion. Slana Walya, and I'll see you next time.